welcome to Freaky Fauna Friday, where every Friday we take a little time and explore some of the freaks of nature from around the planet we cherish so deeply. So please, jump aboard and let's explore the wilds together. Hello. You're just pushing like random buttons, it looks like. I... I don't know what was happening right there. Completely messed up. Yeah, you did. That was an odd uh, start to the show. And uh, I'm going to blame the mushroom tea. Oh, drinking tea I today. I don't know why I did that. Enjoy. I don't know either. You're just pushing all sorts of crazy buttons and lights I've never seen before on that board. First, I, I muted us, and then I... Unmuted us? No, I, I didn't unmute us until after I turned our sound off. Yeah. Our, our headphones. I am the great and relaxed mystery. And I am a ASMR tea drinking Jay today. And welcome back to Freaky Fauna Friday. I've had two cups of tea and I'm starting my first cup of coffee. And I'm going to do a whole episode in this voice and just to relax you guys today. On, we need a relaxing Friday. I think we all deserve it. Yeah, I'm not arguing. Huh. You Who are you? I said I was... I already said my name. I don't remember. I'm relaxing, tea-drinking ASMRJ today. So I remember that whole first part. I never remembered you got the J. Oh, because I think maybe you're a little touched. <laughs> what that means? It means you uh, might have got hit on the head as a child. No, I got hit in the head as an adult with a cinder block and a hammer. Well, that explains a lot. One was on the top of my head, one was on the back. Explains even more. Yeah. So what are we uh what are we getting into today? Don't start laughing. I'm not laughing, I'm enjoying life. The white spotted puffer fish. Ooh. Can you eat these guys? Are they one of them poisonous ones? Yeah, don't eat them. Oh. Yeah. Oh, right. So these are one of the ones that the Japanese are eating for uh fugu, right? That's it, fugu. Pufferfish liver. I don't know. That's, I think, the name of the sushi made with, the sushimi made with puffer fish meat, and you have to have, like, certifications. Right, or you'll kill somebody. It's a very, in Japan, it's a very unique thing where they, like, you have to get certified. I think it's every two years. Dang, well, yeah, you got to keep them skills up. It's like a, it's like a driver's license test, you know? Once you just get, killed a bunch of people. Once you get a little too old, maybe you got to no, check yeah. the eyes and guy check just the motor skills. A whole bunch of people. He hit the pufferfish a little too hard. Well, let's let's get off the killing people topic. You're the one that got onto the Japanese thing. I just asked if that's what you eat. That's all. You knew I was going to have more information than whatever you asked for. <laughs> you always do. The white spotted pufferfish, otherwise known as the white spotted blowfish, you know, because that's kind of an ubiquitous name for this whole genus of animals. Athroin hippodirus. Hippodirus, I believe is how you say it. I think you nailed it. They are common sightings on the reefs in East Africa, but they're frequently where they're frequently seen swimming around the reef edges. Mm, okay. Yes. Any questions so far? <laughs> no. Now you broke ASMR character. No. <laughs> all right. Now, as with many other pufferfish, they have symbiotic relationships with all types of bacteria, such as ready for this name. This is a five dollar name. Penso, Dullo, Trimorius, 
Tetra Tridoriacin. I think that's more than $5. Yeah. This bacteria produces? Tetrahedrotoxin. Oh, so close. Tetra <laughs> Tetrahedrotoxin. Tetrodotoxin. I was pretty close. I knew it was... The same was, thing into the newts and stuff like that. Yeah. Very poisonous. This bacteria produces this tetrodotoxin, which is the most powerful neurotoxin ever discovered. Holy moly. Mm-hmm. And it sucks the whole time you're dying. <laughs> Even worse. Because it sever, starts severing your nerve endings, so it'll actually <laughs> paralyze you, but you'll be conscious the whole time your body starts having organs shut off. Okay, I'm going to steer this back to the, to the good stuff. It's it's Friday, remember? Mm, sorry. I just It's a powerful toxin. There. I guess people do need to know. Yeah, don't eat pufferfish. You're right. Because you, catch, you, got, them, you catch them so much on, like, piers in Florida. And I just wonder how often it happens. Like, a family doesn't know anything. They, they eat fish from, like, they eat all the bluegill they catch up here or whatever. They go into Florida and they're, like, bluegill size. They're like, oh, let's try it. And they're dead. Well, yeah. I mean, they would be – everybody everybody would be dead. Uh, this, this toxin is mostly found in their skin and internal organs. But specifically, the liver has the most highest concentration. Hmm. And these guys have a really cool appearance. You, everybody's seen them in the aquariums and stuff like that. Have you ever been to a big saltwater aquarium? They're fairly large puffer fish. Uh, they have a big black spot right around their pec fins, but they're kind of brown with a white belly and white polka dots all over. Mm-hmm. But they're pretty personable, so they're really fun aquarium fish, and they get pretty big. Mm. Uh, 48 centimeters is kind of average for a full-grown. Not bad size. Like a foot. Like a foot long. And they're saltwater fish, right? Yeah. Yeah, and they're, they're a reef fish. Uh, they're regularly seen somewhere right above the reefs. They almost never go into open water. Uh, they're not very fast. They're more maneuverable. Despite their poison defense, they take no chances, and they never leave cover. Mm. These guys definitely have a traumatic past. Mm. You just kind of tell they never leave cover. Uh, the, white puffer, the white spotted pufferfish is found all across the East Indio Pacific Ocean, excluding the Red Sea. They live close to reef in lagoons up up to a depth of 25 meters. Any questions so far? Mm-mm. I'm just waiting for the freaky part. They're pufferfish, the toxin. Is that the freaky part? No. I didn't think so. They have very impressive teeth-like structures. Mm, so Remember, they, they have beaks. They can bite really hard. Uh, I didn't know. I, I don't think I did know that. Uh, specifically, they target benthic species of invertebrates to the bottom. Things that live on the bottom. Oh, okay. They have hard shells, like and they darters. just bite right through them. Uh, no, invertebrates. Oh, invertebrates. Okay. Like sponges, algaes, tuberculates, tube worms, zonidids, crustaceans, and some corals. Hmm. So these animals that live in these hard-shelled tubes or exoskeletons, and they, that's why they have this really strong beak to bite through them. Their beak keeps growing, so it's kind of like some rodents where they got to keep chewing, mm-hmm. keep you know, keep wearing it down. Like a beaver. Like a beaver. The beavers of the ocean, the old puffer fish. The beavers of the ocean. These guys are most famous for tricking all of your ancient alien and UFO groups and all that stuff. And ain't the, these people searching for Atlantis. I like how you targeted me specifically. Oh, yeah. No. These are, if you've seen what these <laughs> things do, you'd be like, oh, we found it. We found Atlantis. Mm-hmm. It's puffer fish. Oh, wait, so what are they doing? They are making perfectly symmetrical, gigantic rings in the salt. Like these designs are in the sand. Patterns. These designs are so complex 
that people didn't believe any animal could ever create them, but they're perfectly symmetrical. I mean, to, we're talking to just a couple degrees, something a human couldn't do on the bottom of the ocean because of currents and stuff like that. Sometimes they're up to almost 150 feet wide. Oh, my gosh. This, once again, this powerfish is a foot long, so max. He just, like, he's... Months, they'll put work in every day, all day, every night, all night. So why we didn't know it was them doing it for such a long time? Because we've never seen them doing it? They're so shy. Yeah. So, like, the second a human kind of goes away, they dart off. But the humans find these gigantic symmetrical structures, and they've dug through them and stuff. And what ancient astronaut theorists believe... It, this could this be or they think they pose the question could this be the work of aliens yes it could be but it's yes, puffer it fish oh but uh another thing they do is they kind of will sometimes pick shinier stuff and put shells in them and stuff like that so they in like more integrated designs it's really hard to think of a fish doing this because people have this misconception fish aren't intelligent right and they're so tiny that it's just weird how symmetrical it is they have something in their brain that allows them to do this because they can't Step away and look up and see what you know. Yeah, that 150 feet away if it's matching up perfectly. They're just going at. They have it. to memorize it. Yeah. Are they? Why are they doing this? To impress, it's males doing it to impress females. Oh, it's their courtship. Yeah, it is a courtship ritual. The nest is right in the middle. Oh, we need some art made of a puffer fish court fish full courting ritual. It's just this. It makes a circle and the lady comes by, and he's like. Is it pretty enough? Nope. All right. Well, I guess I'll try again. I'll make it bigger. I'll make it bigger. I need a prettier object to place right in the middle. Is that where they put the objects? No, they put them all around, but they they make it symmetrical. Mm. So it can be like in the knuckles where like branches meet Mm -hmm. will be shells, Mm. but they'll almost be the exact same size shell and everything like that. They put sometimes months of work going to making one of these. How did the ocean not wash it away? It constantly is. Mm. This guy never stops. You should look up some of the videos of these guys when they really get into it. They're constantly swimming these lines because they dig a fin in to keep the trenches. Mm. And it takes, you know, I'm going to guess thousands of hours of work to make one of these. We couldn't do it. Dedicated. Mm -hmm. And it only works about 30% of the time. Every time. Every time it works 30% of the time. So in aquariums, some, uh, you know, small (laughs) aquariums try to keep them because of their uh, constant teeth growth, but they regularly are feeding on hard, stony corals to prevent the teeth from growing too fast and becoming unstable. They are, as far as puffer fish go, not considered super aggressive fish, but they may attempt to eat much smaller uh, fish and fish that aren't like pulling away from them. They'll try to eat them too. These guys are definitely much more driven towards corals and cr- crustaceans and shrimp and stuff like that. Because of their potential size, they require a very large tank. They will also eat most invertebrates ranging from corals or crustaceans, so they're not really suitable to a reef tank because they will eat your reef. Not good. So a lot of times when you see these guys in like fish tanks, they're like giant massive predator tanks. So they're in with like goliath groupers and broomtail groupers and stuff like sharks because they're not pushovers and they're extremely toxic. Mm. So like, you know, a grouper bites them. There is a like the light amount of toxin in their skin, and it can like I've seen people hold a puffer fish, and then their whole hand and arm turns red mm. just from touching them. Hmm. I wouldn't even imagine what would happen if you ate one. I mean, it would it, it would suck the whole time you were dying. Do they have little like quills and stuff? Some species do. What about these guys? I don't think these guys do, and if they are, they're micro, so they just puff up in like defense like posture. Yeah, or is that a rating mating thing too? No, they just puff up for defense. Mm-hmm. 
just to look like big and bad. Mm-hmm. And just so everybody knows, I am losing my voice from Crypticon the past week, two weeks ago. Let me hear this. So, yeah, that's the white spot of Pufferfish. you have any questions, oh. any concerns, any thoughts? I mean, some things in nature just create beautiful things, and it's sometimes you just got to take the time to observe it. I will say anybody that hasn't seen these Pufferfish, white spot of Pufferfish mating circles, they're crazy. You would not believe one fish did this. You should definitely, if you haven't seen it, Google it. Just get on the old Google box and... You forgot. You already forgot to do your ASMR in the middle. No, no, no. It's back. I didn't forget. Um, type in, you know, uh, pufferfish mating pattern circle thing, just like that, and you'll get some amazing uh, pictures and videos, and see how freaky these creatures really are, and how freaky nature can actually be, and not the bad freaky. The beautiful kind. Because we're all just beautiful freaks out there. Uh, well said. Thank you. Well said if you can't tell we're burning up from last weekend. Because I have no idea what you just talked about for the last three minutes. Just, you know, we're all wonderful creatures just like the puffer fish out there. All right, guys. I have been the great in. I don't remember what I said earlier. Usually it's peaceful. But I said something different this time. I'll be peaceful now. Yeah, now you're peaceful. Mystery. And I've been your relaxing ASMR, Jay. Now go out and enjoy uh, the weekend and say hi to, and say, tell your family you love them. And if you still got your grandparents around, just give them a call. Give them a call. All right, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Freaky Five on a Friday. If you want to help the podcast grow, remember to share and give it a five-star review.